This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, two former VA employees are likely headed to federal prison for their $3 million scheme. A lead cyber agency is on the hunt for a key piece of technology. And OPM will temporarily halt applications for the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Office of Personnel Management will temporarily halt applications for the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program, or FLTCIP, known by the acronym FELTSIP. Starting next month and lasting for two years, OPM will not accept new applicants to the program. Current enrollees will also not be able to apply to increase their coverage. The suspension intends to give OPM and the long-term insurance carrier time to assess benefit offerings and establish a new premium rate. The two-year suspension will take effect on December 19th. The Education Department reaches a settlement with its union after facing multiple unfair labor practice charges. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has the details. The American Federation of Government Employees has settled 14 separate ULPs with the Education Department after four years. The union filed all of the charges between 2018 and 2020. That was after the agency ended negotiations with AFGE and put forward more restrictive policies for telework, training, employees' use of official time, and much more. The settlement restores many previous policies and creates a new collective bargaining agreement between the agency and the union. AFGE represents close to 4,000 federal employees at the Education Department. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. A federal employee union is saying that management at some Veterans Affairs Department facilities denied administrative leave to some employees looking to vote. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The American Federation of Government Employees is filing a national grievance over claims that about a dozen VA facilities denied or limited administrative leave to employees looking to vote during the workday. AFGE says VA management in some cases denied leave to workers if polls were open before or after their shifts or limited leave to as little as half an hour. An executive order signed by President Joe Biden in March grants federal employees up to four hours of administrative leave to vote or serve as nonpartisan poll workers. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Two former Veterans Affairs Department employees have pleaded guilty to embezzling nearly $3 million from the agency. Prosecutors say former VA employees Randius McGlown and Charles Gates billed the Dallas VA Medical Center through companies they created, but did not deliver any goods or services to the agency. The scheme of generating phony purchase orders allegedly began in 2014. Both former VA employees face up to 10 years in federal prison. The Defense Department is looking to spark a big shift in how it defends its digital networks. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. DOD's Zero Trust strategy, just out this week, presents a detailed, ambitious plan to instill zero trust principles across military networks by 2027. The strategy includes 45 distinct capabilities that make up a zero trust architecture. Randy Resnick is the director of DOD's Zero Trust Portfolio Management Office. There aren't any technical 
critical path items that are unachievable for us to get to zero trust at the target level. It's just a matter of leadership's ability to execute. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. A lead cyber agency is on the hunt for a key piece of technology. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is developing requirements for a cyber threat intelligence exchange platform. CISA says it needs a streamlined way to find, analyze, and share threat data with federal agencies and other partners. The agency is focused on solutions that will allow it to collect and analyze data from a range of feeds, including social, mobile, and web sources. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, November 23, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. 